We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. He throws, got And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. All right, folks, what's good? We're back. Uh, took a little, I guess, a Christmas break. We didn't even really mean to. We just never found the time to record. We've got a lot to talk about. It's been a wild couple weeks for Kansas basketball. We've seen the best. We've seen the worst. Um, before we get into everything, though, Quick shout out to Toppling Goliath. We've talked about them. We tweeted about them. They keep hooking us up. Go try their beer. We're telling you, the Pseudo Sue is my favorite beer of all time. B Turn loves the. What were you just telling me you love? Uh, it's Dragon Fandango. It's a sour beer. And it's, I mean, easily the best sour beer I've ever had. Like I said, I'm not really a sour beer fan. And I mean, it was incredible. Like, easily the best sour I've had. So, and yeah. a bunch of my friends that went to, because they, uh, Top and Goliath had an event in KC and I took a couple buddies and they were, I mean, I told you one of my best friends, all he drinks is pseudo Sue now and we're all huge fans of pseudo Sue too. So telling you once you, once you taste it, you, you can't give it up, but yeah. So shout out to them. We're loving the, uh, partnership we got going with them, but all right, let's, let's quickly get into Kansas Jayhawks basketball because I honestly, I'm kind of confused Maybe I'm not confused, but to go from the performance we had against Texas to the performance we just saw last night against TCU, it's like, are we good? Are we just average? Are we bad? I don't think we're bad, but I'm, I'm still struggling to figure out what this team is, what its ceiling is. 
and how I should be feeling about everything right now. So where are you at? How how are you feeling after these last? And we haven't even talked about West Virginia, but we should. Yeah. Them, so how are you feeling? Yeah, because West Virginia, they hit 16 threes. Yeah. Like CB couldn't miss, and then Texas, we couldn't hit anything. Felt like we could have been down a lot more at half against Texas. So, like, it felt I felt pretty good against them because I think Jalen hit a couple buckets to start the second half to get us within four. Like, we weren't hitting shots. Their shot select – Texas shot selection was insane, pulling up from half court. Yeah. So And then, like, I mean, we've all talked about it. There's nothing you can do and a team can't miss. Started the second half, like – it was either seven or seven or eight for eight from three. I, so it's like uh, literally nothing you can do. What was the tweet that was like had the sh- had shots? Oh yeah, okay. So shot quality. It's a Twitter account or it's a, a website that takes shots that teams normally take and kind of predicts scores based off if okay, most of the time KU takes those shots they're going to go in or they're not going to go in based off the type of shots you take. They ran the numbers. If KU shots that normally go in, KU wins the game 58% of the time. Like the shots we were taking were good shots. They just weren't going in like they normally would for KU. So Sorry, it took me a while to dig into that tweet and pick it up. But like 58% (laughs) of the time, like that was just a fluky game, man. 13% 13% from three for the old Jayhawks. Can we, yeah, talk it's like about, it felt like we didn't, we didn't really play that bad. I know we were getting shots we wanted. Like, I mean, Texas Link gave us issues, I think, at times, and that we, we struggled to guard them, obviously. But like, dude, it was just a really weird game. Like, it was hard. Like, I wasn't that mad, like, or frustrated. Like, normally I'm just like so frustrated when we get dominated. But yeah. It was kind of just like, damn, we we can't make any shots. We hadn't played in over a week. Like, I kind of understood it. But, yeah, it's wild. And how lucky is Shaka? What did we go in the VCU game? Two of 21 from three. And then this one we go three of 21 or something. Like, how? what are the odds a dude gets that, those two performances from Bill Self teams, two of the worst in the Bill Self era? Yeah, we went three of 23. Yeah, it's nuts. So, yeah, I mean, I, like I feel good. I think we got a lot of guys that can just play. Like yeah. we 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 didn't know what Dewan's role would be this year, and now we're talking about him starting, off based off one game. Like the way he ran the point, and the way our offense executed. Like he looks super good, and now people are talking about how can you take him off the floor. So that was a guy that we had question marks on that might be playing a ton of minutes. Dude, it's so weird because like last night. There were I'd go like 30 minutes and forget that Marcus Garrett was not even playing. Like, and it's I don't know if that's a I don't know, like an attest to how good we were playing without him. And is that something we need to be looking at Dewan and just saying that's a huge positive? Or is it something we look at with Marcus and we're like, okay, whoa, maybe we need him to be a little more valuable than that. Or maybe it was I mean yeah. TCU stunk. They played no defense. Like, I don't think Dewan can go out and put up necessarily when he put up seven and six seven and seven every night like I think that's probably hard to expect out of him I think that was a little bit him being good and TCU being bad but like it was weird at times it was like kind of like whoa I really like this offense having that traditional point guard in there yeah I guess it's just the expectations I mean we knew we kind of knew Marcus was a liability but we also felt like felt like he needed to step up on offense this year just from what we had coming back and what we lost. 
we lost two All-Americans. And then we kind of always have those guys that get into their senior year and just kind of take a bigger role. But, I mean, we just kind of know what we get with Marcus on offense, you know? Yeah. And I think we've said it over and over again, but, like, the concern is you said, like, yeah, Dewan looks like a guy that should be starting. But when you have Dewan and Marcus on the floor at the same time, you essentially have two guys that a defense can completely sag off. They don't have to guard them. Like, that's what terrifies me about that. So then my mind goes to, oh, well, just don't play them together. But then it's like, well, you have to have Marcus on the floor. Bill Self's going to play Marcus 38 minutes. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So it's like, I don't know. It's a weird thing to be in where it's like, at times you think sometimes maybe the team will be better off without their senior point guard on the floor. And I'm not saying I think that. I'm just saying that sometimes my brain wants to go there and I'm not allowing you to. I know, and TCU looked terrible last night, but I feel like I feel like they're not a bad team. Like they, it's early in Big Twelve season, but they had a winning record in the league before last night. Yeah. So it's like just the way we look, like scoring ninety on any team in the country is impressive. Yeah, it. I was, and just the way we had so many open looks, like Ochai and Jalen were getting to the rim at ease, and Dave looked. I mean, obviously, Besties looked all year. Tristan had the best game probably of his college career. Absolutely. I mean, you – I 100% expected it to be like a dogfight, one-possession game. Did you? Yeah, and I know the spread was like, what, five-and-a-half, six-and-a-half? And, a half, six and, a half, and yeah, Marcus got ruled out. And Ochai had the hamstring issue. Like, I thought there was a very possible chance we lose that game before. Yeah, so – and this, I don't think the spread moved once Marcus got announced out, so I thought that was kind of surprising. But yeah. once – because it was five-and-a-half, and then he was out, so I was like, yeah, it's going to be a game. I yeah. thought we'd win, but I didn't think we'd win by 40. I mean, and, and that's what's so weird about these last three games. Like, that's where I said at the very, very beginning of the pod, like, I'm now at this point where I just don't know what I feel about this team. Because West Virginia, we looked great, dominated a really good team, but we also made 16 threes. How often is that going to happen? Maybe more yeah. than we think, but it's hard for me to believe in that or even I mean, around that's a- the number. Yeah, that's West a ton. Texas, like, I think yeah, I was, yeah, Texas hit 12. Yeah. And that seems like a lot, but we hit freaking 16 against West Vaughn, and it was kind of close because that white kid didn't miss. Yeah. It's just like I'm saying, like, the West Vaughn game seemed a little fluky on offense from our end. Mm-hmm. The Texas game seemed fluky from the fact that we couldn't make anything. And last night, I don't know if last night was fluky. We weren't making shots we shouldn't make or anything like that. I just – I worried that TCU's defense just kind of stunk a lot and it was a mixture of yeah. us being on, but also them allowing us to score pretty easy buckets. We dunked the ball a lot more last night, though, which I loved. I feel like this is uh, the furthest in the season that Ochai's been, like, just super consistent. Like, yeah. last year he he started off hot. I think – I don't know if it was Maui, but I think he had some good games in Maui. But he's just been – I mean, I feel like I always have that false hope that he's going to kind of disappear – He's just going to be a, uh, just going to settle for jump shots. But I feel like he's been a lot more aggressive, like going to the rim. And I feel like he's better around the rim. But I don't know what you think. I mean, it's not even like the at the rim stuff. I'm just like blown away at the fact that if he is open, if he doesn't have a hand in his face, he is making the shot. Like he doesn't miss open shots. And that's, I love guys like that. Like that's how Spee was. That's how Devontae was his senior year. Like those dudes that, yeah just figure it out in the college game can be so good. Um, so yeah, he's, 
exceeded my expectations for this season, obviously. Certainly exceeded A.B.'s, who thought he was <laughs> potentially going to get his starting spot pulled. But, uh, and I feel like we – I mean, we get consistency from Jalen every night, too. I mean, he was 16 points, eight boards, six assists last night. Yeah. He's money. It's crazy how good he – nine shots get 16 points. Like, like, does he not just look like a pro out there? Like on both ends, just the way he carries himself around. Like, I'm not even saying he might leave, but I'm just like, he's obviously going to be in the league someday. He's just, like I said, we got a lot of guys that can play. I think some are inconsistent. Like, some nights CB has an off night, like Texas. And then last night, he played a lot better, hit a couple shots. But yeah, I, uh, I Jalen, man, like, I, it's like I, I want it to like be a secret. Like, I don't want people to know how good he is because I want more than one year with him because I just mm-hmm. like, Oh, he's just so perfect. He is so perfect for Bill Self. He's so perfect for college basketball. Like, he's just the guy you want. But, yeah, I mean, the more that dude does, it's like he – there's some times where he is so quick on his first steps where it's, like, stunning how quickly he can get around someone. And, I, granted, he's getting guarded by probably some guys that are a little slower. But, yeah, man, I never expected him to be as quick as he is. So, he's just – I know. So good. And it kind of it kind of feels like he gets to the rim at will, and he either finishes or gets fouled. And he gets to the line quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, last night he had sixteen, five and nine from the floor, five of eight from the free throw line. So yeah, getting there for eight free throws is pretty solid. So and that's huge because I mean, that's we definitely struggle at getting guys to the line. I think. Yeah. And, um... It just feels like if Jalen does come back, like we're just going to have a shit ton of guys back next year. Like, is Marcus going to be back? I don't know, dude. It, that's what me and AB were talking about last night. Like, why would Marcus uh, – unless Marcus is just sick of college, sick of living in Kansas, like, then why would he not – like, if that's the case, sure, yeah, go leave, go make money playing basketball. I wouldn't blame him. But if you just love KU like I would think he does and love playing for Bill Self – why would he not come back? I mean, he's still got stuff to prove and stuff he can improve on. So I don't know, but obviously a lot of time left and we'll see what happens with that. It's like Ochai's having a big year, but I mean, he's a junior. He could be back. Jalen could be back. I mean, basically everyone. Mitch could come wow. back for another one. Just in time for a postseason banging. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, let's talk about Dave, man. We, I think me and you both tweeted last night. Like we, I tweeted like everyone send, everyone say a compliment about Dave because, man, and I'm included. Ku Twitter has been ruthless to Dave, and it's been warranted. Like that's how we are. Yeah, we overreact, or we don't even necessarily overreact. We just care a lot, and we get so frustrated when guys continue to make the same mistakes over and over again. And I haven't, I can't remember the last time we had a guy just this universally trashed on the timeline but last night he was great 28 7 and 9 he's made 21 straight free throws like how are we feeling is Dave finally taking the next step or is it just a fluky good game I mean yeah he doesn't it's so weird how he doesn't miss free throws I know because we always make fun of how he just puts up shots and has he kind of has a weird jumper obviously even made one last night yeah it's like he played with a ton of energy and just looked I mean, he's always confident, but I feel like he looks smoother in the post, like post moves and stuff. Like all year, it's kind of just been turnaround hooks. Mm-hmm. And he's still like, 
that's the thing. He's always going to be clumsy. So sometimes it's going to look awkward, you know? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, God, I don't know. It's so tough because like you said, TCU is pretty terrible defensively. And yeah, I mean, but he was making jump. Like he made, a, I think he made, a, he made one on the line. Like he made a long jumper. He, and if he's going to, if they're going to feed him in the post and he's going to get fouled and at least, I mean, instead of just turn around hooks, like put some post moves on some bigs, like he's going to get to the line too, and he's not missing from there. So, I, I mean, it's crazy. He's he's shooting eighty six percent from the free throw line. That's I'd like to go back and see the last time we had a big guy even sniff that percentage. I'd like to see the last time we had a big guy. I can't even think. Yeah, I know. I went, like. I wonder what Diedrich was at. I wonder what I don't know. Was Wayne Wayne Simeon could shoot, but yeah, I'm sure Perry. Shot I mean, eighty six like. Guards don't do that. I know. It's crazy. And, I mean, all of a sudden, Dave is averaging 11 and 6 on the season. You Granted, think Udoka? What? Was Udoka, was Udoka close to 86? Uh, yes. 86% <laughs> misses, 14%. I'm trying, to think of, I'm trying to think of some bigs that could shoot free throws. I don't know. I mean, Perry obviously could, I think. But it's wild. In – it's just so crazy that he can't make normal shots. Like, and that's why I think Dave's been bad, but I refuse to believe he's been as bad as he, or he is as bad as he's been. It doesn't mean I think he's going to be as good as we expected, but he's no chance he's as bad as he has been. He will yeah. continue to get better. But I mean, I, dude, you take away, you take away the eye test. Like the fact that we've seen him just be really bad. Would we have re- like, if I told you before the season that on January 6th, Dave's averaging 11 and six. Would you really be that concerned about it? Like it would maybe not as, no. as expected, but like, yeah. Yeah. Like crazy. what would our, st- what would our stat line be for him before the season? You know, I know. like I think like I probably, yeah, I would have expected more than six boards a game. I mean, six isn't terrible, but I probably, I mean, just cause we thought he's going to be our leading scorer and a lot of the players did, I'd probably say 14 and eight ish. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I probably would have said 13, 14, and probably hope for eight. But, yeah, I mean, he's not that far off. And, I I mean, I get it. You can't base everything off stats. Like, the dude has done some just horrible things on the court, and his efficiency numbers are just outrageously bad. But, I don't know. I'm trying to see the silver lining and kind of get my hopes up for him because he's got to be good for this team to do anything. Yeah, I mean, look – just look at last night. We looked incredible. Yeah. But he, yeah, he's at 40. I think he's, yeah, he's at 42% from the field this year for a big, which is not too good. But no. I mean, this obviously has to give him confidence going forward 20 and eight, and he didn't miss, he missed two shots from the floor. Yeah. And you could just tell, like, he was playing pissed off, like, oh, yeah. energy wise. And I mean, I'm sure he's heard some shit. Oh, yeah. So far this year. He's a 20-year-old kid. He's reading everything. He's hearing about everything. He, the man flexes every time he scores, and I love it. <laughs> um, before we move I mean, on, hold on. Go ahead. I want to talk about Bet Online. Uh, we've talked about them all year. The wait's finally over. You got football playoffs coming up, NFL football. You got, every, you got college basketball. You got the college football national championship. Like, get over to Bet Online. They uh, they give you more options to wager than any other place online. That is Bet Online. Um, use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Do you have anything else on Dave? I just feel like 
since we talked about bet online, we should maybe talk about some bad beats. What's that? What do you? I mean, I know you got plenty of them. Just because it was from the KU game last night, um, I had over seventy four second half. Finished at seventy three. Oh, and the walk ons got you. Um, TCU didn't score a point in the last five minutes. Really? Yeah, I think they. I think they hit a three with like four minutes thirty seconds. I mean, and they I didn't, didn't even. I was kind of zoned out, but. And what they end up with? How many points did they score? Uh, they had sixty-four total. Yeah, so they hit a three. O'Bannon hit a three with like four thirty. Didn't score the rest of the game. I needed one freaking point. Oh my god! Tyon was shooting threes. Tyon was trying to get it for you. He took a shot every time. He was like, "Christian, you ain't shooting. I am shooting this ball every single time." I love but it. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to Vegas Friday to bet on the NFL playoffs. So, but that goes well for you. Uh, there won't be one bad beat, and I'll probably go. I'll probably bet on every game. Obviously, I'll probably go eight and zero. Absolutely, that's how gambling normally goes. Uh, the Hawks play this weekend. Yes, they do. Oklahoma. Saturday, yeah, I'll sprinkle on them Saturday. Probably hit whatever that is. <laughs> Brady Manic over. <laughs> oh, place a little wager on Dave's uh, total points. Hopefully they set it at like his season average, like nine or so, because he's going to have more than that every game okay. rest of the year. <laughs> yep. For what sure. if he averages like – I mean, what if he does get up to – what we what I just said, like, what if rest of the year he's a 14-8 and eight guy? That would just – we would be unreal because we got Jalen and Oach consistent every night and then – I don't know. I mean, what uh, – how are you feeling about, like, the rest of the conference season? Like, we've seen Baylor. I mean, Baylor struggled with Iowa State. They are not completely – they're not just going to run through the field. They're going to struggle. Um, West Virginia has had some – ugly games we obviously ship pumped them like i don't know i can't believe tashibwe left i know i'd take him i'd love to get him <laughs> yeah i know we need a legit big but yeah ba- that baylor iowa state game was close all game until the last three or so minutes and iowa state is bad they lost to kansas state and yeah i mean yeah baylor should slip up i mean there's so many tough teams like what obviously wouldn't be crazy if they lost to us once texas is super good I feel like Tech's kind of overrated, but maybe I'm wrong. They just don't impress me, but I feel like I've said that about them before. I've said it all year, too. We have A.B. I keep taking shots at A.B., and he's not here to defend himself, but he loves Texas Tech. But I just I felt that way about him last year. I felt that way about him this year. Even when we played him, like, their offense is give the ball to Mac McClung and have him go score. Like, that's not sustainable. And he shoots horribly from the field. Like, I don't know. Not in on them at all. Yeah, um, Oklahoma State's a tough team. Like, Kate Cunningham's so damn good that they can be in any game. Like, he can will them to a win any night. Even I don't know how they lost the other night, but. They blew a 19-point lead to yeah. West Virginia. Yeah. So, yeah, I was looking at our schedule. We got OU at Okie State and Iowa State. It'd be nice to rattle off those three, but Oklahoma State's tough. <laughs> Because of him, basically. I really think – I mean, I'm not that concerned about winning the league. I think if – I mean, Baylor should win the league. They're the best team in the league right now unless we get a lot better. But they should win the league. So, we finished second on not the end of the world. But if we're going to win the league, I think we got to win these next three. Like, 
Yeah. We've already lost the yeah. home game. Granted, I don't think home and road matters as much this year, but I think we're going to get Texas in their second match matchup. But, like, I don't know. I just – maybe we can afford to lose to Oklahoma State, but – Yeah. But, like, I know, and it's like the OU – like, I think we talked about – I always say this, but, like, the OU game would nearly be an automatic win at home. Like, we would never lose to OU at home. Yeah. But, like, they kind of have a nice little squad and – there's not as many fans like that could be tough and then with Baylor it's like we can say they're going to slip up but will they or like in how many times will they slip up they're just they're so solid and they got some vets and stuff like it wouldn't would it shock you if they beat us twice no not at all because I just I they're good they're I just I think they won't I think they might sleepwalk in some games that don't matter as much. I don't yeah. think they'll sleepwalk against us. Um, you think Texas will sweep us? I'd have to say yes. I'm torn on that because I go back to the fact that we were getting shots we wanted. Like, I uh, I don't know. And how pissed does Bill get losing to him? Oh, he's got to be. How much does Shaka love his hair now? I bet he goes home and just stares at himself in the mirror, being like, "Yeah, <laughs> it's... you're a bad man with that hair, Shaka." <laughs> Bill, do you think Texas could win it all? Honestly, you take out Gonzaga. I think if if Gonzaga somehow loses, by now you've probably heard all about cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. You might even already be investing in them. But did you know that you could invest in cryptocurrencies through your retirement account? That's right. With iTrust Capital, you can buy and sell cryptocurrencies from a crypto IRA and get all the same tax advantages as a traditional IRA. The iTrust Capital platform is easy to use and it only takes a few minutes to create your account. Setting up an IRA is free and iTrust's fees are low. It's time to start taking control of your financial future. With iTrust Capital, you can get all the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal, investment, or tax professional. I think there's sure, a lot yeah. of people that can win win it all. Like I think people say Gonzaga and Baylor, but like I don't know. I think Gonzaga is a little ahead of Baylor in my eyes, but maybe not. I wish we could see that game, but I don't know, dude. Texas, like if if uh, Greg Brown starts playing at the level mm-hmm. he's play at, he's already been solid. But if he starts playing, that Kai Jones dude off the bench is a freaking future lottery pick. Like yeah, they've just Coleman's, got so Coleman's always solid. They've got dudes that if they hit their ceiling, they could be scary good. But um, do you think we're a title contender? I don't know. I said this last night. I think we're very much a Final Four contender, but I, I haven't yet. I can't picture us winning the title. And I know I say this, and it's stupid, but I say this every year. Does, Hold the KU, trophy. does KU have that guy you picture up on the podium with Bill Self? holding the national championship trophy. Devontae was that guy. Frank was that guy. I don't know who that guy is this year. Is it Jalen? Is it Marcus? I don't know. Like, I just – it's I struggle to picture us winning at all. Like, I think we can make a Final Four. I just don't know if we have the, the talent to yeah. 
win in a national title game. But way and crazier it, shit has happened. Yeah, and it still feels like a lot of that's riding on Dave's shoulders. And that's why before the season we said it feels like there's a lot of pressure on him because, I mean, he's about all we have at the at that position. Yeah, and I mean, to think we've made it to where we're at with Dave being pretty bad and we've lost, our only two losses are the top five teams, like – we're in a pretty good spot if we're going to get better, but I, I, some, we're obviously going to get better, but I don't know how much better we can get. I don't know how, what, I don't know what our ceiling is. And that's, here's the thing though. We get hot in the NCAA tournament. Anything can happen. We play like we did against West Virginia and TCU. Anything can happen. Yeah. yeah. When you hit 16 threes in a game, you're, I would say you're probably going to win. Yep. Um, and quick, we do have shooters. We do. Um, you know what our shooters need? They need Manscaped. Uh, go check out Manscaped, folks. We talk about them every episode. I know you're not sick of hearing about them because you need to go buy their products. We've talk, told you all about the Perfect Package 3.0. The uh, It's just the perfect package. It'll come with Manscaped boxers. It'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. Um, it is the season to get yourself Manscaped. Um, get 20% off plus free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com. Again, 20% off plus free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping. Just get it. I'm telling you, you guys won't regret it. Back to the Hawks. Um, I wish I could tell you that I think this team can win a national championship. I'm just not there yet. Are you? I'm not there yet. But, I mean, Jalen and Ochai have me excited for sure. And then, I mean, I don't I – mean, like you said, Marcus has to play. Like, so many things in the world would happen before Bill didn't start Marcus Garrett. I know. He's – like, it. Dewan Harris could be the absolute best point guard we've ever seen. But, <laughs> like, Bill would never move Marcus out of that. I mean, maybe maybe he does move Dewan into the starting point guard position at some point. But who, who leaves starting lineup? If, if what happened? Like, if Dewan got moved in, like, say Dewan, say Marcus sits out another couple games and Dewan just gets, Dewan's averaging eight and seven a game at point guard. Just our offense is flowing. And Bill, Marcus comes back. You know, Bill's putting Marcus back in starting lineup. So who's out? CB? And then now you lose a shooter and you put a non shooter in. Like, it just, I don't know. Marcus has to be the guy. He's going to be the guy at point guard. And we've got to figure out how <laughs> to make that be as good as it possibly can be. Yeah, and like you said, playing Dewan and Marcus together isn't ideal. But defensively it is. But like you said, they'll get sagged off. But um, do you happen to know what Marcus Garrett's three-point percentage is this year? I think it's good. I bet it's like 40%. Yeah. Yeah, I, I predicted this. Dudes, senior year, find a way to shoot out of their butts good from three. They just figured out college three gets easy. I don't know what Travis Relliford did it. Frank Mason shot 50% from three. Like, granted, he's taking wildly efficient shots. He's not, like, yeah. ever taking a contested three. But, yeah, it's good. I, I, are, are you 40 are you 40% confident when Marcus shoots a wide-open three that it's going to go in? Because I'm not. Hey, easily 30. <laughs> yeah, I would probably say 30 is where I'm at. And he's making free throws, too. He's at 86%. Yeah. Like, it's crazy, but his field goal percentage is the lowest it's ever been. But he's attempting the most threes he's ever attempted, and he's shooting the best percentage. So, 
I don't know. Maybe Marcus has been playing through injury all year. Because I don't know. He just doesn't. Because remember how much we talk about him getting to the rim? I just feel like he doesn't do that as much. And he dribbles around a lot. And I feel like our offense can be stagnant. Yeah, I don't want this to be a shit on Marcus episode or anything like that. I'm just getting my thoughts out. Sometimes it does feel like he just dribble, 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 dribble without actually trying to accomplish anything. Like, Dewan Harris last night when he was dribbling seemed to at least be getting downhill, at least trying to get to the bucket. Problem is, Dewan is ne- he never thinks about actually shooting it, but it at least kind of gets something going. And sometimes I think Marcus isn't able to get past that guy, and it just kills our offense from the start. So. Yeah, yeah I, he's just never – Marcus has never really been a true point. He's definitely never ran it here. I wish we could find ways to get him to the rim more, to get him in just more positions to create easy baskets. I mean, that's my main thing is he, I guess he's averaging four assists, 3.6 assists. Which, God, yeah, I mean, he's not bad. I mean, he's fine. He's doing fine. Yeah, I love him, dude. Like I, like you said, I'm not trying to bash him either. He's one of my favorite ever, but – It's just I think yeah, – like, Maybe if he plays off ball, like Dewan, him, Ochai, Jalen, Dave, and if one of them needs a break, CB comes in. But also, Bill's obsessed with CB too, so it's like, yeah, we need CB shooting. Like he is one of the most efficient shooters we have. Um, yeah, I don't know. Bill, I, I I think our brains are broken because Marcus isn't Dewan, Devon Dotson, or Devonte or Frank, that quick typical point guard, but. I'm like I'm having a hard time getting used to this, but I mean he's averaging nine, five, and four. Like definitely needs to pick up the field goal percentage, but it is it's hard to hard to be mad at the guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean I'm I would think old Hall of Fame coach Bill Self will figure out his lineups. Yeah. But like with DeWan, it's nice to have another body that we didn't expect to play like this. I mean, he's just he doesn't make mistakes and He's great on both ends. He doesn't force ever. Like he's almost, it almost feels like he's scared to shoot. He's super quick. He can guard. So, yeah, I mean, he's going to be seeing minutes. If he can find a way to just be at all an offensive threat, he could be so good. And he's going to be here a long time. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But what, what about Tyon? Where are we at with Tyon? Because he's had a tough couple stretches here. I know, and you you hear the announcers talk about how Bill's just, like, still super confident in him. He's going to get it. Like, last night, Fran was talking about how Juco guys take about half a season. So, it's like, he still has some time, but, I mean, I don't know. He just comes in and is kind of out of control. And it's But it's like – I feel like you see flashes sometimes. Like, obviously, you see the athleticism and how he can get to the rim. He just hasn't been finishing – Jump shots definitely haven't been going in, but I don't know, man. Thing, he, he's not making shot. Like I thought he'd be a much better shooter, and I'm still. We've said it over and over again. We, I'm still waiting for that Kelly Oubre type game where he just kind of figures it out. And I know North Dakota State he was good, but that's North Dakota State. Like I want to see him do it against Big Twelve competition. But where I'm getting scared is we just said Tristan played the best game of his career. Like at what point does? Tyon just stop getting those minutes and Tristan gets those minutes I know and I, I was thinking about Tristan last night about how like before he started playing well I just feel like he's been the same player since he got since he stepped on campus I know and then he started he played really well but it just felt like a game that everyone was going off I don't know it's just I didn't think he really did anything differently 
but he's just so timid. Like, why did he not dump that ball on that drive? <laughs> I know. He could have yammed that, and he uh, <laughs> just kind of softly put it in. I love that he can play right-handed or left-handed. Those dudes always. Oh, he loves play. his left. I know. I'm convinced it's so funny. he's left-handed. Yeah. Yeah, Tyon's uh, one for 14 from three. See, that's going to change. That's not – like, that goes back to law of averages. Tyon is not a bad shooter. Like, that kind of excites me. I want to – I don't know. That makes me think we got to keep going at him. And the problem is I don't know if he always takes the smartest threes, though. Like, yeah, contested. Um, yeah. I, don't, I just feel like Bill has to be seeing shit at practice because he's still been – like, I feel like – the announcers have been talking about him like hyping up Tyon still and how he's going to be a pro and playing the NBA and how he's still, he's going to develop throughout this year. But I don't know. He makes good defensive plays still. Like, yeah, I've talked at how he's been worse offensively than he was defensively. So there's definitely still a chance. I'd love for him to just be that breakout guy that kind of like, I mean, imagine the lineup chaos that'll cause if Tyon becomes really good, but that would be a great problem to have. But I mean, imagine uh, Tyon stepping up and Dave being the guy we thought he'd be. Like, that's national title contender. Yep. For yep. sure. We need uh, – yeah, I don't know what this team needs to get me bought in on them being a national title contender, but I'm just not yet. I don't know what yeah. I want to see, but I know I need to see something else. But – um, do we have any idea what KUOU line is? We don't have AB to tell us. I don't. I would guess um, KU by five. Yeah, I was thinking five to seven. But, I mean, OU's got Brady Manick back for the 13th straight season. So, yeah, that Reeves kid can play too. Yeah. It's nice. I hope Marcus plays because I think we'll need him. They've got some guys that I would prefer Marcus to be guarding, especially the mm-hmm. but I don't know. I haven't watched much of them this year. Um, but Long Kruger's a stud. He's always kind of yeah. scares me. Like when – how long do we give Tyon before – like how long of a leash? Like because we still have 14 conference games left. Like that's a shit ton. I know. I don't know. I think if Tyon doesn't have it figured out halfway through the conference, you got to go with the guys that have it figured out. Like that's nine. Give them seven more games. That's a lot of basketball to go out and just prove that you can bring something to the table. Because how many JUCOs come here and really just start balling out at the beginning of the year? Like I feel like we really – maybe I can't think of any, but I feel like we never really had one. Well, the thing that scares me is we've never really had a JUCO work out. Like Mario Little – good but he just kind of played on the wrong team like he just there weren't minutes there for him he's playing behind the Morris twins like mm-hmm. so Tyrone Appleton did not work out uh god who else have we got from the Juco ranks but I don't know I maybe Tyon just needs a year next year will be his year but I don't know I'm not I'm not fully sold on him becoming the stud we all hoped he would be yeah God, I know they were talking about him going league after this year. How uh, how about KU football though? Little four-star receiver and a Notre Dame offensive lineman. We are back. (laughs) See, 
I've been I've been wondering about Grunhard all day because like did he play at Notre Dame? He started as a walk on, worked his way up to get a scholarship, I believe, and then I think he played like sixty snaps the last sixty seventy snaps the last two years. But I mean, dude, it's Notre Dame. Our offensive line last year was yeah, I mean, anything helps. It's just a bunch of dudes. It looks like we were like, hey, you're kind of fat. You want to come play offensive line? Like, it wasn't strong, typical O-lineman. I'm serious. Like That's what I'm I, – dude, O-line's been maybe the biggest problem we've had in forever, it feels like. I know. Like, we've had a couple guys come in and go to the league, Adenajay or whatever, and Anthony Collins. and But it's yeah. like, dude, every year, I mean, our QBs have no – that's why we didn't even want uh, – Daniels to play last year because we thought he's going to get killed. Literally, we had to debate whether or not we should play the future of our program potentially because our offensive line was going to get him so injured. Like that is insane to happen at a Big Twelve school. So I don't. Maybe they. Maybe less than the staff will just start going and getting guys in the transfer portal that have experience and can come in and play on the line because it's like whatever else they're doing isn't working. Like. And then obviously a lot of freshmen aren't going to come in and just play. So maybe you just get a guy that knows how to play. And I don't know. I would, uh, I, I'd love to see us get a couple more transfers. I fully expect that four-star wide receiver. I'm excited about it, but those dudes, they broke my heart too many times. He's going to do it. Football recruiting is so stupid. We all celebrate. Over, what? over, and over again, only for them to be like, oh, wait, I can go play at Alabama? Okay, see ya. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget the night that Jamar Chase committed. And it's still so crazy to think about. Like, they had, like, all those dudes from the boot commit, and Jamar Chase is probably going to be a top five, top ten pick, and he was committed to David Beatty. It's so <laughs> I mean, and they had, who else? Uh, Harris. The receiver. Well, yeah. Alabama uh, – God, what's his first name? Running Najee back. Harris? Or, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He took a freaking visit to KU. Like, imagine that dude thinking right now, like, why did I take a visit to Lawrence, Kansas? I'm playing on the most electric offense in college football, and I went to Lawrence. Like, how did we pull that off? That alone's impressive. <laughs> he, he'd be probably averaging 2.5 a carry. Behind our line, no one would know him. Transferring it at semester after being named captain. I don't know. Oh, and we had that Devonte Jason dude too. That receiver, like four star, him and Jamar like, Chase. He stinks, right? Like he never. I think so. He honestly probably should have come to KU. Wow. <laughs> Andrew Parchment going to Florida State though. I think he could be good there. I didn't see that. Yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, he is. Good for him, even yeah. though they're kind of poopy. Yeah, we're just becoming a – But it's a big name. We're becoming a pipeline for dudes to showcase that they're good, but they're on a bad team and then transfer to someone good. But <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just nice to see some good news come KU football's way because the last year yeah. has been awful. But I don't know. You got any, you got any other uh, thoughts you want to get out on the airwaves? You ready to hop off here? I don't think I have any more thoughts. No. Um, but, like, Texas game sucked. I'm sick of hearing it. But, like you said, we went through that stretch where we beat some really good teams too. So, yep. got to look at the positives. 
For sure. Started with a very tough stretch to Big 12 play, and we are 3-1 and one with wins over West Virginia and uh, at Texas Tech. So yeah. we'll take that all day. As always, KU basketball is in a very good spot, and I'm very happy that I prefer to choose them as my basketball team every year. So shout out to the Hawks. Shout out to the listeners. Um, we'll be back next week. V-turn, good luck in Vegas, and uh, hope you come back with some money in your pocket. I won't. Baby, I took a half and she took the whole thing. Slow down. Baby, we took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where did these niggas be at when they said they're doing all this and all that? Tired of beefing you bums, you can't even pay me enough to react. Been waking up in the crib, but sometimes I don't even know where I'm at. Don't pay that nigga songs in this party, I can't even listen to that Anytime that I run into somebody, it must be a victory lap, Hey, Shawty come sit on my lap, Hey, They saying Drizzy just snap This in between us is not like a store, this isn't a closable gap, Hey, I see some niggas attack, and don't end up making it back I know that they at the crib, going crazy down bad What they had didn't last, damn baby Sometimes we laugh, and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now Baby, I took a half and she took the whole thing. Slow down, baby. We took a trip, now we on your block, and it's like a ghost town, baby. Where did these niggas be at when they said they're doing all this and all that? I'm in the trenches, relax. Can you not pet that little boy in the club? Cause we do not listen to rest. We in Atlanta, I buy her wig, she telling me Tay is the best. Pointed the Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now Baby I took a half and she took the whole thing, slow down Baby We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town Baby Where did these niggas be at when they said they're doing all this and all that? When he tell the story, that's not how it went Know they be lying a hundred percent Moved out of the wrist and forgot about the band Now they just call me to tell me, come get it Now that boy off and I don't want no credit If it was me, they wouldn't regret it Let me be dead and now they won't dead it Yeah Heart is still beating, my niggas still eating Backyard, it look like the garden eating Pillow talk with him, she's spilling the tea And then Shawty came back and said she didn't mean it It's hard to believe it I know that they at the crib going crazy down bad What they had didn't last, damn baby Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now What are you doing? What? Wait, yo, you straight? Yeah, I'm good, no, I'm good Dog, I'm we kidding. literally on there like me, Odell, it's, we got Oh, I was, I was, no, I just, I just, it's just been, a, it's been a long fight. It's been a long fight and I just had to have a warrior spirit and that's all. So I'm just, don't start, don't start that. No, I'm good. I'm just regrouping. I'm just regrouping. You, sh- you sure? You got a tissue? No. no.
No, why would? Okay. Yo, it's good, bro. Okay. Let's get the. Baby, I took a half and she took the whole thing and slowed down. Baby, we took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town. Baby, where these niggas be at when they say they doing all this and all that? 